Welcome to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you are into it, we are into it. Call now, 994-1017. That's 994-1017 to get into all the action. Now, here's your host, David Swope. Good morning. It's Saturday morning. That means it's time for the New Mexico Motorsports Report. I'm your host, David Swope, and we'll be talking about automotive and related motorsports activities around the state and on the national scene. Whether it has two wheels or four, asphalt or dirt track racing, off-road or park and shine, we'll be talking about it. This is New Mexico's only show devoted to motorsports-related activities with a full hour here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. And I tell you, it's March, and I don't know where it came from because it seemed like the year went uh, really fast so far. Uh, but that means March, that means that there's drag racing uh, that's going on uh, starting today. And so a little bit later, we're going to be joined by Jim Costa. We're going to talk about opening day. That's right, opening day in racing because the MLB is still not open. All right, but quickly, uh, we had to, uh, we didn't have to, but we, we caught up with Parks in the Park. And uh, we're going to share that, that interview now because it's moving its location from Cabazon over to the Rio Rancho Event Center. And so I caught up with Connie earlier this week. Here's that interview. And so joining us now is Connie with the uh, uh, Rio Rancho Parks and Rec. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And so, so happy, one, that COVID's kind of opening some stuff up and we're able to bring back the parks in the park. And as I kind of said in the preview there a little bit, kind of kicks off the car show season um, but you guys are moving to a bigger facility. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, whereabouts people can go to check out the parks and park, parks in the park. Uh, sure, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. We are moving the show this year from Campus Park, or excuse me, from Catazone Park out here to Campus Park at the Rio Rancho Events Center um, out here at C- Civic Center near City Hall. And essentially, it's located at 2516 King Boulevard. And we are doing that because we feel like we've outgrown the space over at Cabazone and over here at Civic Center, uh, which includes Campus Park and the Event Center. We have adequate parking for uh, both spectators and anybody who wants to come see the car show. We uh, have had uh, special events here in, over the course of the past year, and they've been wildly successful. So we thought, you know what, let's let's try our hand at the car show out here at Civic Center. So that's why we moved it out here. Excellent. So a couple of couple of details there. Um, the Civic Center now is is it going to be associated with say the Star Center there? I think it's called the Rio Rancho Event Center now. Is is it also going to incorporate that as well? Yes, that's correct. It's not the Star Center anymore. It's the Rio Rancho Events Center. Okay. And as we register cars, this year on the application, we're giving people an option if they want to park inside the arena, which is the event center, or they can park in the the actual park, in actual campus park on the grass. So they have a choice this year. So, yes, we're working together. It's a partnership with uh, the City of Rio Rancho Parks and Recreation Department and the Rio Rancho Events Center this year. That's fantastic. So the park, um, that's directly to the north of the, the, the event center, correct? Correct, yes. Tell me a little bit about, I, I've been fortunate to be there, 
Tell me a little bit about that amphitheater that's there, or or what, what would you call that kind of stage area? Yeah, we call that our sky room, and it's just this unique piece of architecture. Uh, it uh, can be used as an amphitheater. We've had several concerts out there. We've had the Philharmonic come a couple times last year. We host our 4th of July celebration out here. Uh, we've done several uh, music in the park uh, events, uh, movies in the park events. Uh, we had our winter fest celebration out here at that and utilized that sky room in addition to the fall fest. It's a, this, this whole area, uh, between campus park, uh, the sky room and the event center has become just a great, uh, event space. And so again, that's why we think the car show, uh, will do really nicely out here. And we're going to use that sky room. We're actually going to park some of the, the cars, some of the, the show cars under that Ooh. sky room. That's fantastic. So um, we got so excited, we got started without saying when this is. Um, so w- when when is the when is the car show? Yeah, that'd be helpful, huh? So <laughs> the, the car show is on Saturday, April twenty third, and it's from ten a.m. to four p.m. And so um, there's registration going on now. Um, how would people register? People can register by going to the city's website, uh, which is uh, Parks and Rec at rrnm.gov or just the rrnm.gov will also get them there. They can search car show and it'll take them directly to the website. They can download an application and fill out an application and mail it in, or they can go directly to our active next site and do their application online. So I was just curious. Uh, it's associated with the, um, <clears throat> with Rio Rancho. Um, have, have you guys made arrangements for the weather? Um, you guys written that check for having that uh, Chamber of Commerce weather for that day? Oh, David, <laughs> you jinxed us. I'm going to be so I'm get, you're, you're going to be on my naughty list. We have <laughs> not. We we have had such good luck with this show year over year. So everybody needs to knock on wood. We hope that we're going to have a a, a sunny day. Uh, we we run the show rain or shine, and right. the whole time we've been doing it, we've never had to cancel due to uh, rain or inclement weather. We've had wind on occasion, sure, uh, sure. but but I fingers crossed we are going to have a, a, a nice sunny day. Well, I definitely didn't mean to jinx you, but I think you got the ace in you the might hole. Have. <laughs> you got the ace in the hole that you you've got a you know a facility right there. If you know. Um, at least you have some time, you know, where you could see the weather coming, if you will, that, um, that you could do that. Uh, single day event or is it a Saturday, Sunday or is there a, a Friday kickoff or anything? No, it's a single day event. Um, and you know, we do historically, historically we have had several participants, several car show, uh, owners who wait until the day of because of inclement weather. Mm-hmm. They want to see what the weather's going to be. So you, uh, car show participants or car owners can sign up the day of the event okay. so that, you know, they can be assured that the weather is appropriate for their beautiful car. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, yeah, I, I, I know how that goes. I've, you know, done a few car shows and we used to, we even got to where we stopped pre-registration because you know, I mean, we would get more cars that were there. Um, but of course, it's going to be a big party. So what are maybe some of the other, um, the other, uh, attractions or something that are going to be associated with this that, uh, uh, people would like to come out and check out? 
Well, in combination with the car show, of course, there's the arts and crafts booths. Cool. We have a variety of food vendors. We've got about 10 or 12 food vendors, food trucks coming out this year. And then, of course, between the cars, the food and the vendors, um, Stevie or Steve's cruising with the oldies. He's uh-huh. going to be out here as he always is. So he's yep. going to be entertaining us with great music throughout the day. Um, well, well, it is officially a car show if Stevie's there. That's what that's what we always say. Exactly. Um, Stevie's exactly. a big uh, a big part of the show, a big fan of the show. So we uh, uh, we'll probably get him on before and see if he's got his playlist worked out. Um, so we can uh, we can figure that out. But if if I you know wanted to have a booth there, if I was you know, uh, is there an opportunity for that? And where would you where would you find that information? Sure. Again, if if you go to the city's website, uh, there's information about for, uh, for food vendors and non-food vendors. The application is uh, on the on the city website, and it's also okay. in ActiveNet. Or they can call us here at the Parks and Recreation Department. We can get them that information as well. Um, and so, with with food or anything like that, is there things you need to do with with taxation or um, anything with that as far as sales? Any additional thing you need there? Yes, yeah, so all of the people who participate as food vendors, they all have their city of Rio Rancho business license and all of their associated health permits and vending permits. Um, again, we've had several shows out here, so we're reaching out to some of the ones who, who are, are uh, sure. used to doing these type of shows and have all their permits and certifications in place. Yeah, well, that makes a lot of sense. So public safety um, is really important. Uh, you mentioned some show cars. Um, do you, are you kind of going through the applications to kind of look at that or is, is there somebody that's maybe curating, you know, that, that part of the show? Uh, are you talking about what type of cars we're going to be having or? Well, you mentioned that there might be some show cars that would be in, in the, uh, the amphitheater, in the performance area. Oh, I think I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, I think we'll probably have the winner of, the last show, which was back in 2019, we'll probably have that show car under Makes the sky sense. room. And then uh, I'm not sure who we're going to pick to put in the sky room this year. But, uh, yeah, I might work with uh, the uh, um, what's the car club, one of the car clubs to see. Oh, if they sure. Yeah, have New Mexico and, Council of Car Clubs. Oh, and, yeah, and, correct. So we might do that. But I consider all the cars that come to the show show cars. But, no, I haven't decided yet which show great, cars great. Uh, we're going to be putting under the sky room or who's going to go where. Excellent. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on this morning. Um, most important for the listeners is uh, it's not at Cabazon. Um, it's going to be over at the Rio Rancho Event Center. So if you show up there on that morning, you're just going to have to drive a little bit uh, further north and a little bit further west. Um, but, you know, no worries. You can still register day of. Uh, once again, can you just let them know where they could get the information? Sure. You can find information about Park in the Park on the City of Rio Rancho's website, rrnm.gov. Or you can call us here at City Hall at the Parks and Recreation Department at 505-891-5015, and we can help you. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll also have that uh, information available for you um, in the Unser Racing Museum event calendar uh, for the next uh, couple of weeks leading up to it. All right. So uh, now you got all the information on uh, Park in the Park. And uh, coming up on the other side, uh, we're going to talk to... Um, 
Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Jim Costa with uh, Yearwood, and uh, we're going to talk about opening day out at the drag strip. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7, the team. Hi, this is Al Unson, four-time winner of the Indy 500. You've been listening to David Slope for the New Mexico Motorsport Report on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team. ESPN Radio 1017 The Team with David Swope, the fastest radio host in the West. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Today's opening day out at Albuquerque Dragway. Uh, make sure you go to abqdragway.com uh, to get a copy of the schedule uh, Going to get started with some uh, Yearwood Street Strips. Uh, gates open at 11 o'clock. It seems only appropriate that the uh, uh, the sponsor of Street to Strip would join us this morning. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing well. And yourself? I'm doing good. So are you going to get that electric car out there? Uh, at some point. I, yeah, I, I, I got to get it out of the wife's hands. But, uh, yeah, no, it, uh, I don't know. I, I bet you it would run mid to low 12s. Well, I, no, I think you'd be willing to see it. But, uh uh, you know, we need to put a car that makes noise next to it, though. That, that's got to be the weirdest. Right. And it's all-wheel drive, so I can't even do a burnout. So that's that's kind of a bummer. That's very much a bummer. Now I'm now I'm sad. Right. I'm yeah. Sorry. About, sorry. No. Didn't mean to start this off on a sad note. <laughs> hey, got to ask, though, um, you've been looking for some help. Um, any luck on that, or are you, you still looking for uh, for that, uh, like, you know, jam, that diamond in the rough out there? Uh, we're, we're still looking. I, I, I added... I have a guy starting on Monday. Um, you know, we we talked a little bit yesterday, and uh, he's got quite a bit of car knowledge, which Excellent. is uh, definitely something we we have to have. Um, I can't teach car, right? I can teach parts, but I can't teach car, right? So uh, he, we're looking forward to him starting, and uh, we're still looking to add one more, uh, you know, very knowledgeable car guy that uh you know maybe is tired of turning wrenches or whatever right. and uh you know wants to take a little bit easier approach on his life maybe maybe he's been doing it too long and the body aches not that you know any of us would know anything about that no, absolutely no. not i have no idea what you're talking about but um uh, i'm just curious with um you know kind of the, the evolution of things i mean we, we're joking about electric cars you know sure. but um i mean there's got to be a lot of um, other new stuffs coming out as well. Oh yeah, it. Uh, I mean, there's there's new products coming out all the time. Um, ex- you know, especially from the Holly brands. Uh, they, I mean, they're by far the largest yep. supplier of the aftermarket that we deal with. And uh, you know, they're 40 plus companies now, so they've got quite a bit, uh, quite a bit to offer. So it's it's always neat to see that happening. But you know, uh, right now, with, like the rest of the world, where we are having some supply issues. Yeah. Uh, through the supply chain, um, one thing I never thought I'd say was apparently there's a shortage of rubber. Right. Wow. Who, well, I guess, okay. Who would have thunk? You Petroleum, know? I guess, right? I, you know? I guess. You know, I, I don't know exactly the process, but, you know, it, uh, we're having trouble getting some tires. Yeah. How, know, how about so. fuel? Are you having uh, trouble with fuel? No. Are you good no, with I've, fuel? I've no, got, I've got so much fuel. I, we stocked up pretty heavy for the beginning of the season, you know, yeah. for the uh, start. And, uh uh, I actually have to have it at, I don't have enough room for all of it. 
so we stocked up so heavily. So storage, yeah, because we yeah. were also concerned about price increases, right? So we you know, we saw that you know it was coming down the line, and um, you know Torco did say that there was going to be a price increase, and there was at the first of the year, but um, I was worried because VP Fuels is another you know another brand. Uh, they said that they they could expect three to four price increases this year, wow. and they are already you know. Twenty five percent higher than Torco, so um, it. I don't know what they're foreseeing, but I, I went ahead and just bit the bullet and bought bought a bunch. Wow, so. it, it's amazing how that the supply chain, and then of course you know uh, the the conflict, war, whatever you want to sure. call it. Um, and uh, I, I mean, talking about all the you know gas prices kind of like going up and stuff too. I'm like, what? I mean, that's a little quick. I mean, I think that's a little yeah. price gouging, you know, a little bit. Um, reactionary, going, yeah, yeah, going on there. But um, I'm curious with the season starting, right. um, to, you know, this week we got some uh, some street strips coming up. You know, basically get some uh, test and tune opportunities out there. Um, with all with the with COVID and with the number of people that were you know doing stuff in the garage. I mean, you kind of expect to see. I mean, some car count increase and some of that. Um, I think so, or or maybe now that things are settling back and we'd be. Getting back to the old norm, if right. you will, right. um, it may actually backpedal a little bit, you okay. know, because now there's a lot more things out there people can do right. because literally everything's open again, and um, we see the same thing in the trend of our business. You know, when there was nothing open and everybody was stuck at home, you know, furloughed or whatever, you, get outside, yeah. um, you know, people were. You know, working on their cars and stuff because we encourage to hey, if you got to be quarantined, to do right. it in your garage. You know, I said that from day one, and there was a lot of people that did that. Uh, a lot of my friends and stuff. You know, me and my buddy Mark, we did a stroker motor for his Cobra. You know, things like that, and because uh, he was off for two and a half months, and you know, that's a long time to do nothing. Yeah. So and to get paid for it. Well, geez. so you know, yeah, yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have to get into that, all that. Part yeah, Robert's not here, so you could you know throw him under the bus on that one, but, right? Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it uh, it. I don't know exactly what this year has in store for us because last year was such a crazy world, right? Uh, you know, upside down world, if you will. Yeah, and um, you know, we're just we're just fortunate that we're here. We still have parts. Um, you know, I, it's nice when like some of my reps come into town and they're like, holy crap, you have parts. Right. I'm like, well, yeah, aren't I supposed to? He goes, no, you don't understand. Right. I go into other speed shops and their walls are bare. Right. And, you know, there's some things that we are having trouble getting. You know, there's some things that are back order for months. But, you know, for the most part, we're we're doing a pretty good job of keeping us in parts. And that uh, that that can only benefit, you know, the car community here. So, well, and you have so many, you know, shiny, cool things. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, you, you know, all the hoses and fittings and different colors. And, and we were talking about, like, a pink helmet or something last time you yeah. were here. Right. Um, and, and all of that. And actually, that's one of those things that you never really think about until it, like, you know, uh, jumps up on you. But um, but replacing your belts. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. five years on, you know, some of those. and uh, Actually, uh, the harnesses are two years. Really? Yeah, they're every two years. It's kind of a, I don't know. Personally, I don't necessarily agree with the rule. Right. But you know, I'm, they didn't ask me. Right. So um, that's kind of a problem. But we we try to always make sure we have belts. And even when our supplier runs out, 
we go to we go to off brands, you know, that uh, are still good product, but they're not our personal choice. And yeah, you know, we we just do whatever we can to make sure we have the product that everybody needs. Now, were you telling me about being able to uh, recertify harness? Was that they used to do that, but okay. I don't know if it's as cost effective as it used to be. So yeah. I know RaceQuip doesn't do it anymore. Well, so. I mean, they've actually come down on their prices too. So, yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, so that way, I mean, I, I hate living in a disposable economy. You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. And but you know, a lot of people will take and throw them on eBay or Facebook Marketplace and sell them to guys that don't need the certification, doing buggies or you know whatever. Well, that's true. So, but uh, one thing I did want to touch on for yeah. the test and tune stuff is NHRA just changed their chassis rules. Okay. So cars that are like 2004 and newer now can run to nine seconds flat wow. without having a cage because of how much better built the cars are. You know, the, the government imposed new regulations on cars 2014 and newer. Uh, it's the A pillar and the B pillar, I believe, is what they, they mandated. And okay. with that change, NHRA and IHRA both feel that it's strong enough that they can now run in the nine flat without having to have a chassis cert or a cage. So for those of us that aren't good at math, uh, nine would be, what, 150? Uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, about you're, you're, you're talking probably, you know, nine, eight, 900 horsepower. Ballpark. <laughs> I can't believe this segment's over because I think we were just going to get into, um, how you know, what a good idea that yeah. is. So. Except, I guess, you, you do have the idiots that are street racing. And so if well, you're gonna if you're gonna hit a bus, I mean, I guess you might might as well have a good A pillar. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or the bus needs a good A pillar. Right. Yeah. Or not not to have a bunch of uh, junior high kids on it. Right. Right. Hopefully not. But uh, yeah. but if anyone has any questions about the new ruling, yep. um, just give us a shout at Yearwood. Um, easiest way is five zero five two nine three ninety one ninety. Yeah. Hey, if people answer the phone there. Uh, yeah, I actually try to make sure we answer by the third ring. That's oh, kind of, my gosh. That's kind of my role. All right. Well, hey, thank you for coming out this morning. Well, of and course. Of course, and I know you're running over to the shop, so yep. if uh, you were listening and have some questions, then just give them a holler. Yep, absolutely. Thank, thank you, you, Jim. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a while. All right. Well, we got a whole lot more coming up, including we're, uh, we're going to go out to Vegas. That's right. going to go catch up with uh, Dominic Aragon with the racing experts and uh, talk a little NASCAR. You've been listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 101.7. The team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is Daniel Henry. You're listening to New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Hey, Albuquerque. This is AJ Almendinger, driving the number 16 Chevy Camaro for college racing. You are listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio. One oh one seven the team. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Wheel Estate. Here's David. All right, welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio one oh one seven the team and the. Uh, Liner there was A.J. Almendanger. He's on the uh, poll for uh, uh, today's Xfinity race. And so we're going to head out to uh, uh, Vegas and catch up with the RacingExperts.com and their illustrious leader, uh, Dominic Aragon. How are you doing this morning, Dom? 
Hey, good morning, David. Greetings from sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. I will say, though, it's not as warm as it should be. I mean, we always escape New Mexico this time of year to come get some warmth. It's about the same over here, man. It's only like in the, the low 60s to the 1250s. It was cold getting into the last night. Well, and, and of course, the wind has been affecting uh, the racers out there, but wind was just uh, crazy here last night. So hopefully uh, it'll, it'll calm down a little bit. But uh, thinking about calming down, uh, last night's truck race, Saw Chandler Smith uh, with the uh, the victory, but uh, little contact from the defending champ and uh, and Kyle Busch. Uh, what was some of the the conversation around the uh, the media center on that? Well, I wasn't there for the truck race last night, but I kind of just followed along with everybody else and just kind of following through Twitter on the road. And what a what a crazy race last night for the truck series. And I think Captain Metal off too. You have Zane Smith getting disqualified after finishing second in the front row motorsports vehicle. Just a, a lot of fireworks with, with that race. Matt Crafton, 500 start in the truck series. Todd Bodine's return after an, a nine-year absence to the series. So many cool stories to follow in that truck race, but definitely a lot of controversy at the end of it as well. Absolutely. Going to be uh, uh, probably a, uh, a good race, maybe a little controversy today uh, with Xfinity. But uh, let's talk a little cup. I mean, uh, returning returning. Uh, last weekend to California, missed it for a couple of years, um, and in kind of a way, you know, with uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Larson winning, it kind of seemed like a return to the past, even though the race didn't work out that way. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on on Kyle Larson's victory out in California last week? Yeah, you know, I think this new car has really shown that. But there's a lot of parity right now in the Cup Series, and I think this is something fans have wanted, and some NASCAR has wanted. I saw a stat from earlier this week, Dave, that showed that in the first two races, we had 19 different drivers that had scored a top-10 finish. The only driver that has scored a top-10 in both races is Eric Almarola. But when you look at how much over the first two races, we have that much parity with 19 drivers. You have to go back to 1973 for the last time that happened. And in the first two races, two, two different events, two different kinds of racetracks, Ten different drivers scoring top five finishes too. When you want to talk about a diversity in the Cup Series and just seeing so many guys running up front that are different than otherwise, and smaller teams running with bigger teams, Dave, I got to say this is and as long as I've been covering NASCAR and watching the sport, as long as I can remember how much parity there actually is in the Cup Series, it seems like we really do have a lot of evenness right now. And, and granted, your, your bigger teams are eventually going to get that edge, but it seems like as of right now. If you're learning a new car, you're learning alongside whether you're a rookie or a veteran of the sport. It's a really good time to be watching the Cup Series. Well, and, you know, when you see Richard Childress racing, running as well as they have, um, it, it's really kind of cool to to see that parody, if you will. Uh, I almost got to wonder if uh, if maybe everybody should be uh, watching out for Tyler Reddick this weekend. It wouldn't be out of question to do that. I mean, they're going to qualify today, and, and Reddit qualified well last week in California, but more importantly, won the first two stages. Loved the most laps in that race, and barring a flat fire issue was going to be a factor for that win in Fontana. So, yeah, Richard Childers Racing is looking really, really strong. i got to say, too, Richard Petty Motorsports looks really strong. Yes. Eric Jones showed speed. Trackhouse Racing showed speed. A lot of teams I don't think we're used to talking about this early in the year. I mean, there for a minute, Dave, it looks like we were going to have Dan Suarez in a first-time Cup Series winner last week. Yeah, that would have been quite a victory. I mean, he actually put together uh, quite a race uh, to get that opportunity. Um, it's been been quite amazing. Uh, I don't know if you saw earlier this week, but uh, uh, on the uh, Dale Jr. Podca- uh, uh, podcast, 
Um, he had Al Unzer Jr. on. Did you catch yeah. any of that? I caught some clips, and I, I know they're really good about teasing the show, and they'll upload like a 15- to 20-minute clip here or there, and I did see the clip earlier this week. They showed Al Unzer Jr. kind of just talking about his journey after missing the Indianapolis 500 the year after he had won and just kind of a spiral that had happened there with his life. And i got to say, I mean, it's really cool to see a New Mexican on that show, but even like more cool to just see how he, he really brought his wall down and just kind of opened up and shared his story. I know he, he does that in his book too, but Al had that really candid interview and I look forward to seeing the rest of it. I, and I got to ask you too, have you seen it? I, I have, I have saw uh, parts of it. Uh, the interesting part is, um, I've, I've had those conversations with Al. Uh, one on one, he, he is very candid. He, you know, he, he will open up and he will talk about, um, his experience, but this is the first time I've seen him uh, open up like that. Uh, but I, I, the other thing I took away is Dale Jr. has gotten to be quite a good interviewer. I, I mean, I was really impressed because that was, that was a very sensitive topic. 100%. I, I think over the years, Dale doing this show weekly and bringing on the variety of guests that he's had across the industry, you know, I, I, you know I've talked about this at length too off there, just how, how good he has gotten at that craft. You would have thought, if you were an NASCAR fan or knew anything about the sport, but you tune into this podcast, you think Dale Earnhardt Jr. was like this master interviewer, this this really great journalist, because he has really picked up on those skills and he knows how to get the best out of people across from him at that table. And, and some of the best conversations have just been so awesome to come out of that podcast. And, and I really feel like he's doing a, a really big favor, a really big service for the sport because we're getting to see some of these guys past and present. And, newsmakers and and it's like a documented like book if you will like an audio book so dale and, and his company dirty mo media i feel like they're doing a really big part of contributing and preserving a lot of that nascar history and it, or not even nascar history david motorsports history well i completely agree um just an interesting stat we were looking at uh with the uh, uh indycar started at st pete's last weekend uh albuquerque was the number four uh, market, it, which was actually viewing IndyCar. Um, and of course, you know, I mean, at St. Pete's was like three, you know, and that's where the race was held. And I thought that was absolutely amazing. But, uh, likewise, NASCAR's had, um, an increase in viewership, uh, especially with this new car. I think a lot of people are intrigued by it. I do too. And I remember reading, I think Adam Stern of the Sports Business Journal had said, you know, at the race at the Coliseum a few weeks ago, you got, I think, something like 60% of people who had purchased a ticket for that race that had never been to a NASCAR race. And, and you looked in that, in that sea of fans at that race, David, and it looked like there were, there were non-typical NASCAR fans. They looked like if you, everyday people, if you will, right? Just people like yep. a mom and pop kind of thing. I just happened to show up to a NASCAR race. And, and I feel like the, the Coliseum race, I think, has a little bit to do with that. And I think we've been seeing the viewership trend up over the last couple of years. But yeah, NASCAR is in a really good spot right now, David. And, and I know we're quick to, to to make a comment if we need to, but we're also quick to praise. And I, I think they're doing something right here with this new car. But, but I don't know. I get it. They have their inventory issues. There's, right. a, there's still a lot of bugs to work out. But I feel like between the new car, trying things outside of the box, and trying different markets like they have, NASCAR is on to something. Well, and I mean, of course, we we just went through Wheelgate, right? So we're going to have to have to figure that out. But that's that's another part of that was a significant change to the sport. A lot of people were already caught up in, you know, the, the you know the lug nuts. You know, I mean, how's it going to look with one lug nut? You know, of course, I'm glad not to have the whole you know lug nut conversation anyway um, about all of that. But the, but the car looks sharp. I mean, standing next to it, man, did did they knock it out of the park? 
Oh, they have, and it's even louder in person, Dave, because you have the, the way the exhaust works where the pipes go on both sides of the car as opposed to the left side last year. And I'm telling you, you you're out there at the racetrack. You need double hearing protection. <laughs> it's so awesome if you're going to be out there for an extended amount of time. But just the, the sound of the vehicle, standing next to it, and just you look at it, and it, it's amazing. And honestly, you forget that the numbers have been moved forward once those cars hit the track. It's pretty cool. That's fantastic. So tell us, how how is the... Uh... Uh, the uh, David Starr podcast been going? Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with David on the show. We, we opened up the year with some, some big guests. We had Matt Crafton on, Stanton Barrett, and we've been taping once a week. And, and what are you really looking forward to this upcoming week? And, and I think it's a great segue here with the next-gen car. We're going to have Ronnie Johncox on of Technique Chassis, and they're the, the, the chassis provider for the next-gen vehicle. So we're going to have him on, I think, for a really good, candid conversation and just kind of hear how they're going and We've been in touch with him for a few weeks and trying to get him on our show, and I think it's just going to be a great behind-the-scenes insight as to what's going on with this next-gen car. What are, what are teams having to do, and just like, just how does it look? How does that landscape look? So, yeah, we try to bring a different perspective every week with different drivers, different team owners, different people and playmakers across the industry. I mean, it was cool. Man. We had Jock Villeneuve on the show. Out in I Daytona saw that. So, that was fantastic. Yeah, we yeah, we had a lot of fun with him. He's a Formula One champion, Indianapolis 500 champion, and Tyler Jones, our, our co-host on that, lined that one up. And, yeah, that was one of our highest-viewed shows to date. So, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. And kind of that same comparison with Dale Earnhardt Jr. along those lines. David Starr, in the last year that we've been doing this show, gosh, he, he is just so much fun to work with on this show. And He's able to pull so much info out of our, our guests, and, and, and he does it in a way like we're just sitting around drinking a cup of coffee and, and having a conversation. And, and David's having a lot of fun with the show, too, and I know it's been kind of a rough start to his season here with the Xfinity Series, missing two races that he's tried to qualify for. So I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that on the show Tuesday, but we have a lot of fun. We have so much fun. It's just three guys that have a passion for this sport, and, Dave, we've had you on. We'd love to have you back. We've had so much fun with all the different people in the industry. We had Jerry Jordan on friend of this show, friend of our show, KickingTheTires.net, and had him on last Tuesday. So, yeah, we bring on a great variety, I think, of what we've got going there. So where, where can people uh, view the podcast? Yeah, they can view the podcast on all major podcast platforms of Apple, Spotify, Google Play. It's called Let's Go Racing with David Starr. We also have a YouTube version, so if you want to watch along and see us, mess around and have a little too much fun on camera, we're on YouTube at David Starr Podcast. And you can reach out to the show at davidstarpodcast at gmail.com. We love to get interaction with the fans. We get some really cool fan interactive questions, and we ask those questions to David every week. So, yeah, we have a lot of fun with it, Dave. We do some giveaways, and, yeah, we have a good time. Sounds great. Hey, thanks for coming on this morning, and uh, go enjoy the races today and tomorrow. Hey, sounds good, Dave. Thanks for having me on. All right. That was uh, Dominic Aragon with theracingexperts.com. You can check him out on uh on the web and on social media. All right. On the other side, we're going to get to the Unser Racing Museum event calendar, uh, let you know all the cool things that are going on today and this weekend. You've been listening to the Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Hey, Albuquerque, this is Bubba Wallace. You're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio, 1017, the team.
Hey Albuquerque, this is Joey Logano, driver of number 22 Shell Penzo Ford, and you're listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report with David Swope on ESPN Radio Albuquerque 10117. The pit stop is over. Let's return to the New Mexico Motorsports Report on Facebook and at nmmotorsportsreport.com. Now, back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Yearwood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate. Here is David. All right. Welcome back to the New Mexico Motorsports Report here on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. And we got to get into the Unser Racing Museum event calendar. And uh, didn't get to say good morning to you, RJ. Morning, Dave. Good pleasure to be here, man. Of course, of course. And uh, good morning to you, Dan. Thank you so much for uh, uh, for waking up. <laughs> hey, let's get to the Unser Racing Museum event calendar. Of course, Albuquerque Dragway uh, season opener today with Street to Strip. Uh, gates open at 11 o'clock. Uh, but uh, let's roll on into uh, Sandia Speedway. What's going on out there? Yeah, so Sandia Speedway, so they're going to have their next event's going to be March 27th, where they're going to have the Albuquerque Superlap Series going out there, where great practices and great events going on. And then also, well, the first event, it's not going to be a racing event, but they're also known they're going to have that awesome, the Sandia Speedway, the Lantern Fest is going to be out there, y'all. So that's actually March 12th, so that's next weekend. Where next weekend there's going to have s'mores, fire pit, live music, jumpers, concessions, and face paintings. And of course, right at dusk, we're going to see thousands of these amazing lanterns going up. It's an amazing sight to see. Where individual tickets are still available, so go out and have some fun at Sandia Speedway with some beautiful sights before the Great Racing Series come up. Yeah, season opener on the uh, the Clay Oval, uh, April 16th. They got some practices coming up, and of course, uh, March 20th. Uh, is the uh, final winter series race uh, on the road course uh, out there. Vado Speedway, a uh, special event for their season opener. Yeah, so they're actually doing their season opener. is going to be a military appreciation. It's going to be set today, Saturday, March 5th, with gates opening at 5. Racing starts at 7.30. And I just love, they changed some of the racing, kind of like the the categories, I should say. So it's going to be the Jackson Compaction 305 Wing Sprints, the Anthony Sosa Roofing Late Models, Hacienda Carpets and Tile B Mods, the Johnstone Supply Super Trucks, and the S&H Automotive Pure Stocks, all racing today for the Military Appreciation Season Opener at Vado Speedway. That's awesome to see uh, new sponsors stepping up. Hey. I mean, uh, quite a quite a facility. Of course, uh, later this month on a Tuesday, uh, they're going to have the uh, World of Outlaws, and uh, we're going to shoot down there um, and uh, bring you that event. Uh, Alien Speedway looks like they're also getting open today. Yeah, Alien Speedway, I'm putting up their calendar as we speak. I mean, they have pretty much the first two events are going to be open practicing before their real open night. That's going to be the first weekend of April. But they're going to have an open practice for the third season. It's going to be uh, today for all classes. So go out there and support some great events going on. That's going to be at 7 o'clock, their racing starts. So Alien Speedway is just you know, a little drives away, but some good racing all throughout New Mexico is coming up this week, y'all. So March is a good time for us here. And there's a uh, a two-wheel practice uh, t- out at uh, Moriarty MX. Yeah, so actually, so for Moriarty, it's their first major event where they're going to have round one of the Lucky 13 race series, which is going to be scheduled today. So it's going to be a two-day event, which uh, practices are going to be today, racing is going to be on Sunday, and then today they're also going to have their award ceremony so it's the last of the local award ceremonies which means hey the season's here y'all so go out and celebrate 
and from two wheels, Moriarty, they really did change up their course, you could tell. And yeah. put so much new, new dirt and new different jumps and everything that you could put around there, and it's going to be some fun racing on two wheels. Yeah, they've done a lot of a lot of good work out there. Uh, car show starting uh, next week. It, it, are you serious? It's daylight savings time yes, next it is. weekend. Yeah, daylight that, savings. Do we lose an hour or we gain an hour? No, no, that's bull. Yeah, exactly. We should just boycott it. Yeah, it'd be like Arizona. Who knows? Yeah. But, no, the daylight savings. So that's going to be March twelfth. The daylight savings cruise. It's for twenty twenty two. It's the annual daylight saving crew that will be held at uh, Boreas once again. It's going to be at 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., so it's going to be a fun late evening to good nighttime uh, cruise that they have where there's going to be no burnouts, no racing, or no sideshow stunts. I kind of like that they added that one. <laughs> but, no, just please leave the cruise into the cool rides out there. So whatever rides want to go join, there are going to be some cool ones you know out in that area, yep. a bunch of, of, low, of low riders and old schools and all these great ones that you see out there. But, hey, just go out and support and just – Enjoy the cruise, because guess what? Daylight savings are here, and like I said, March is here, guys. Wow, and then, of course, uh, March 19th, uh, Feed New Mexico Kids Car Show. Yeah, so, I mean, always support a great cause, and they've been doing this for quite a while, March 19th. It's at the Phillips & Sons, which is at 4101, the 4th Street uh, on Northwest in Albuquerque, and all the donations are, it's a donation to entry, and all the donations are going to go to Feed New Mexico Kids, which, I mean, you can't beat an organization and yep. help kids like that that need help. But it's going to have – they're going to include lunches. They're going to be door prizes and raffles. Of course, people want to show out their cars, and it's March. It's going to be beautiful out there. I mean, we already see balloons around the corner and everything, so go out and sport. Well, it looks like we've got a, a, a small business cruise. Yeah, that's kind of cool. When is that coming up? Yeah, so this is going to be March 26th. So this is – they're actually – it's the REC 66 Small Business Cruise. It's uh, hosted by the Rec Custom CC, and they're actually going to meet up first at the Rust and Gold Coffee, which is a relatively newer shop that's on uh, Eubank, right between Comanche and Montgomery. And pretty much they bring out the classic rides, support local small businesses. They're going to be uh, cruising historic Route 66 through the East Mountains. So go see some amazing cars. They're going to have coffee, and then the end spot's going to have a little beer as well. And uh, it's going to be at 11 a.m. They're going to depart at noon and then meet at the Rumor Brewing in Cedar Crest. So, I mean, a beautiful ride out there later in March, so only a few weeks away. But, hey, still go out and support some small businesses and a great cruise. Yeah, that Rust is Gold Coffee. Uh, that's where they had the uh, the two-wheel, the, the motorcycle event. Um, I think it was just even last week. Uh, but looking into April, uh, looks like we got uh, a 23rd annual uh, main event car show and cruise. Tell us about that. Yeah, so it's right around the corner. It's April 1st and 2nd. It's the 23rd annual main event car show and cruise. It's actually going to be at the Heritage Plaza in downtown Artesia. It's one of the biggest events that they have all year round, where it's going to be registration on Friday. They're going to have a cruise and parade on 6 p.m. on Saturday, and then they have a show on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So there's going to be plenty of great awards, a great fun times. There are going to be face paintings, food trucks, award ceremony, and just great time to go out there and support where it's going to be a show and a cruise. And, shoot, go out there and a parade in the middle of it. So go out and celebrate. So uh, Formula One is going to get started in a couple of weeks, uh, March 18th through the 20th um, in Bahrain. Uh, just to put things in perspective, uh, Max Verstappen just uh, signed a, uh, an extension $50 million a year. Hey, he's 24 coming off his best season and a victory, so let it happen. 
That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I mean, talk about I mean labor. We, we were arguing a little bit about MLB and what's going on with the uh, labor there. I mean, that's uh, that's a significant chunk of change. Uh, next weekend, Gator Nationals, uh, Gainesville, Florida, NHRA. Uh, that's already you know hopping. Uh, of course, uh, IndyCar got started last week. Uh, we'll see them again at Texas Motor Speedway uh, March twentieth. And and once again, I mean, it, it just blew my mind. Uh, to see that the New Mexico market for watching IndyCar, uh, we're like, you know, fourth per capita. Um, and you consider, I mean, that that is just the, the legacy, and I think that we can attribute that um, to the Unser legacy. And I would say, hey, Google, go out there, uh, Google the uh, the Dale Jr. Uh, download. Go check out the podcast with Al Unser Jr. Um, you know, it's, it's just amazing interview. I, I was really... Uh, taken aback knowing everything that they went through in two, uh, 2021, uh, losing Al Sr., uh, losing Bobby, Bobby Jr. Uh, was a tough time um, on the family, but uh, uh, good to see uh, Al was looking good. Probably uh, best I'd seen him in a while. But, uh, hey, thank you, uh, Dan, behind the glass. Uh, Dan, the science man, I guess we're going with now. Uh, and then, of course, uh, RJ, thank you for everything you do. And we'll tune in next Saturday. We'll have a whole new show for you here on the New Mexico Motorsports Report on ESPN Radio. 1017, the team. Thank you for listening to the New Mexico Motorsports Report, presented by Your Wood Performance, Albuquerque Dragway, the Unser Racing Museum, and Swope Real Estate, here on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Join us daily at nmmotorsportsreport.com and become part of the community. Tune in next week, where your host, David Swope, will be talking about events happening around the state and on the national scene, whether it's got two wheels or four wheels, pavement and off-road racing, or park and shine. If you're into it, we're into it.